And you know, sometimes I don't need to be told I love you. I'm like, I'm just a whore. Just fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> just do your job. Jesus. And I'm like, roll. You know, it's Friday. We don't talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> Hola, estupida. Welcome to the first episode of Ho, the unapologetically queer Latino podcast where no topic is off limits. I'm your hostess with the motherfucking mostest, Eric. Bitch, life is too fucking short to be having bad sex. You have heard open communication is the key to having great orgasm with your partner, and yet you're still scared to talk to them? Ponte las pilas, comadre. Today we are talking about sex and where the, this fear and shame comes from. We'll be sharing some of the negative effects of making sex taboo and offering our advice on how to be more open with your partner so you can orgasm your way to happiness, my love. Don't lie, bitch. You're thinking about it. I'm just saying it, okay? Today I'm joined by my mother-in-law here, who is amazing. She's great. She's a whore. I am. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to bring you for the sex episode because, um, you know, son-in-law, mother-in-law, and I think we're going to have a really good conversation. Well, yeah, that's why you're still with him because, you know, because a whore like me. Yeah, <laughs> because we're both whores. We're happy whores. Yes. Oh, tell us a little bit about your sex life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm married for over 30 years wow. um, and no complaints uh, to an amazing sexual man uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I have no complaints in that area I'm very happy I have two children mm -hmm. I've since the topic of sex yeah. I, I've been very open with my children about it I I'm happy I just enjoy life. <laughs> That's all I can really say is I enjoy life. I try to take one day at a time. I do take life very seriously and sometimes overthink stuff. But, you know, when I lay down and become a whore, I forget about everything. You're a whole different person, just like <laughs> I your son. Am. <laughs> Before we start, I wanted to tell you, um, I want to tell the viewers what I saw a couple of days ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> It was just yes. It was just last night. Last night. It was just last night, wasn't it? It was two days ago. Oh yeah. Shit. When the full moon came out. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> oh my god, it was funny. So I was looking. I, I so I usually wake up early before you guys. So um, I was on my way out and I couldn't find my shoes. So I was shining my light and you were sleeping in the living room and I was like. Okay, you know, she's probably covered, whatever. And I turn my flashlight and I just see ghost white cheeks. <laughs> I have always hated to sleep with clothes on. You know what's weird is that I didn't even see a crack. <laughs> I swear I saw just like the, the, the tocador just like flat. And I was like, well, that doesn't count. But now so. you're talking about my flat ass. <laughs> I know my ass no, is flat. I was saying, like, it was so white I couldn't even see a brown crack. <laughs> But you said you saw my cheeks, so we're That's even. probably the only virgin part of me. <laughs> no, I wanted to bring you on the podcast because, you know, a lot of mother-in-laws and son-in-laws don't have, I think it's taboo for them to talk about sex. And it's very weird. But me and you have like a really good relationship and we talk about sex openly, but not in a way where it's weird. Right. No, yeah. no, it, it, it's nice to be able to be open like that. You yeah. know, I was excited to come on on this because in 
the Latino community. Uh-huh. It's just something that is talked about very vaguely. And it's just something I think it's important to talk about. Yeah. And it, at your age, at 55, at whatever age, it's always you know important to have. Yeah, that's what I think is going to be so interesting to see both of our perspectives. Because you have been married for, like you said, 30 years. I mean, we have been together for seven years. So maybe I can learn something off of you. Yeah, you're just starting to crawl. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Alrighty, so. And I mean that on your knees, crawl. <laughs> yeah, literally on my knees. Have you seen my knees lately? I'm just Mine's kidding. Are pretty, <laughs> <laughs> Mine's are pretty fucked up. Freaking whores. I know. We're all used to have a stick ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Alrighty, so I have a question for you, Miss Contreras. Why do you think it is hard to talk about sex? And where do you think think all this taboo shame and confusion comes from well if we're gonna focus on the latino community the latino community comes from religion Mm -hmm. and shit la madre siempre (laughs) (laughs) they pounded they pounded into you you know that shame you know, sex, sex in the nighttime. I got when sex, you're mar- so. sex or when you're married, you know, I agree. I think shame does come from the latin community of you're not supposed to have sex and you're not even supposed to talk to your own parents about it because it's weird. Yeah. You know, with my mom, I never talked about it. And when I came out, I think I was a little more shy to talk about sex because it's man on man. And I didn't want my mom to imagine me getting pounded by a man. <laughs> <laughs> but now we, we have such a good relationship that we're so comfortable talking about sex. So it's like nice. thing. my yeah. parents know, you know, my, my dad, forget it. My mom, I think until I got married mm-hmm. and had Children, maybe a little bit came out. I could joke around. But prior to that, it was no. Yeah. No. Pero no. Pero no. But I love no. Pero lo quiero. No, puta. (laughs) Do you also think the topic of sex is taboo within the Latino community being young? Is it because of like you don't want to teach your children at a young age about sex and you just kind of think it's weird? You know, I don't know. I I don't know if me growing up, Mm -hmm. it was... If she talked about it, maybe she thought I, they thought it, I was, thought it was going to be okay yeah. to do it. But, um, I, I don't, I think more, it has to do with religion, you know, half more than half of the Latinos are Catholic. And so it's pounded in their head not to have sex. You were dirty. Nobody else would want you. Yeah. Um, nobody else would respect you. That that's what I remember. Yeah. I also think that the lack of sex education in schools can cause shame and confusion around sex. Well, back in the 1977s, (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember them talking about sex. Mm -hmm. It was your body is changing. Yeah. And this is what's going to happen. But it wasn't talked about in school. So I really didn't know. I don't even remember them thinking, oh, if you have sex, you're going to have a baby or you could get pregnant or you could get diseases or you can... None of that. It was just, you're going to have a menstrual cycle every 28 days and here's how you put a pad and, you know. Yeah, I remember too when we, it was in fifth grade, we had the class where they was just teaching us about our penises getting bigger. We're going to have hair and da, da, da. But they didn't really go into like how you should treat your partner, how you should ask your partner what they like and what they don't like. And, you know, certain stuff like that, they, they wouldn't even discuss. So I think that's why there's like a big issue in the community because- Growing up, we're not taught that. And it could also be because the educational system doesn't want us kind of pervert it, like to be like, oh, and this going is out what to you experience need to do. it. Yeah, going out yeah. to experience it. Yeah. 
I was thinking, or I had a conversation even, I want to say with Raul, how as a young age, we don't tell our children the correct word about your, your private, it's a, it's your private area. It's your private area. Nobody's supposed to touch it. Yeah, but you don't explicitly it, it's a say what it is. Yeah. A, you don't say the correct word and you know, you, you don't call it what it is and it's, it's taboo to even talk about it. Taboo to even, you know, to touch it. Mm. You know, I, I, I joke around my, my mom called our private area La Bailarina. Oh my God. <laughs> they were dancers. Oh wow. She's been, she's been a dancer for a long time. <laughs> my mom's danced through her whole life. <laughs> you know, and even when taking a shower, we took showers with underwear on because really? it, you weren't even supposed to have it loose for a minute, I guess. You know, it, it's interesting, huh? I was in high school and I I was horrible. I I, I remember it was swim class mm. and there was a girl in the shower that after swim class, uh, you, you know, you went to go shower it off and everything. And she was comfortable taking off her bathing suit and showering like that. I thought it was wrong. It was wrong. You know, I'm like, yeah, she's a slut. She, yeah. take, she showers without her clothes on and everything. And I, then I told a friend and he's like, oh, let me go look at her. And, and I let him in like an idiot. <laughs> oh what a fucker. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. Dang, but, but, free porn show. I Don't know. even charge. I, I would have been like $5. I know. I, no, I didn't know that back then. <laughs> but but isn't that, that's horrible that I made her feel bad like that. I don't think she knew I did it. But I mean, how? that's just so wrong. <laughs> I think porn plays a big part in, in sexual confusion. You know, watching porn can confuse people if you're you're watching it because you could be watching porn Mm. and think that our bodies are supposed to look that way. You know, it's supposed to look that pretty. You're supposed to be always wearing that beautiful lingerie. Mm -hmm. Your body, your body has to be this way. And back when I used to watch it, it was always the woman doing the pleasing the Got woman it. doing everything. So it was always, at least when I watched it and I thought, oh, this is the way you have sex. and This is the way it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to be doing the pleasuring and I'm supposed to be doing all this. And I'm like, hey, what about me? So, it, yeah. I mean, it was a little confusing watching it so early. So you think that porn sets false expectations of th- how you're supposed to have sex and stuff? I think it can. I think yeah. it, can, it can be confusing if, when, if you're watching it at a at a young age and and... You can get confused. I'm like, I didn't orgasm like she did. Yeah. And I was going to ask you that is, is, you know how in pornos, like women, they like squirt and they scream and do all that. that that's not real, is it? No, that is not real. <laughs> we don't, we don't squirt like that. I've heard stories of like women, like they, they make them kind of douche and put all this water in their vagina. And then so like when they're going to quote unquote squirt, it like comes out like a, like a fucking water hose. And that's why I was like, and I have friends that are girls. And I'm no like, wonder you guys- you're afraid of this shit. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Do you think I can make her squirt? <laughs> what do you think are some negatives of making sex taboo? I think you could be per- promiscuous if you're not talking about it. I don't think you're probably talking about self-respect in your, in your body as well, maybe. And going out, having sex at an early age. And doing what other people want you to do them. Try to satisfy other people. Again, watching the porn at an early age, thinking mm. that you had to satisfy the men. The men. You, it was you had to satisfy them. Um, sexual, sexual STDs, STDs. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, so it, it's a subject that definitely needs to be brought up. I think another negative effect of making sex taboo is that it causes people to be shy to talk to their partner about sex, which can lead to being unsatisfying. 
I think it's important to talk, mm -hmm. uh, talk to your partner about what you like. I don't know how, do you, you know, do you like to talk to, to your partner or do you? Think yeah, I, I think it's important. Well, well, when, here's the thing. I think it's important to talk to your partner, what you do and you don't like, because sometimes you do get forced, even before you get into like this long-term relationship, you start to hook up with people and you don't tell them what you want. And then you just leave like, and you're feeling like a fucking whore. So I think it's important to tell somebody what you do and don't like. And I feel like that's why, you know, me and Raul have been together for seven years because we have told each other, don't do this, don't do that. Well, let's try this. Let's try that. Maybe do something differently, you know? And I think that makes your relationship more stronger. And it, it definitely makes it more interesting when you tell each other what you do and don't like. So do you think somebody who doesn't talk to their partner doesn't have good sex? Um, personally, I do think so. I think they're not having, I mean, why would you sit there and have somebody do something to you that you don't like, but you're just doing it because you don't want to piss them off or something. I mean, that's not really, you know, real relationship. Do you think it's important for, for you to tell your partner what you do and don't like, or should you just lay there like a piece of toast and just let them do what you want? <laughs> I don't lay there. Anymore. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I agree. I think it's important to tell your partner what you like, what you don't like. Uh, even in the long-term relationship. Yes. Uh -huh. I think it's very important. Even if, if those one night stands, you shouldn't do anything that you don't want to do. If it's something still that you don't want to do, you should be able to, to tell at, at any stage in your relationship on the one night stands or in the long-term relationship, uh, what you like, what you don't like. It's embarrassing at the, you know, at the beginning, it's embarrassing uh -huh. to, to tell, to tell somebody, but it's your body. Yeah. And you should be able to say what you, what you like and what okay. you don't like and and do what you like as well. So we talked about where shame and confusion comes from, as well as the negative effects of making sex taboo. So now how do we break out of it and talk to our partners about sex so we can get our nuts? Um, definitely don't talk to them during sex. <laughs> you know what? You could be doing this better. I know, bro. <laughs> talk to it. I think when both of you are in a comfortable atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Non-toxic environment. Toxic. <laughs> no tomada. Oh Borracha. <laughs> Throw me on the bed. <laughs> I think it would be more as to what I would like, what would make me feel better. Not like, you know what you could be doing, yeah. you know what you could be doing, you know, don't bring it, them down. Yeah. Don't, not to bring down to in a calm, in a calm way, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know, I kind of curious of what, how this would be, yeah. wouldn't it be kind of cool to, you know, to try this. If you're that far in your relationship there, then you should be able to open up and, and say it and try it yourself. Bring yeah. the little package and leave it on the table <laughs> and just, it's, it's okay. You, you should see the interesting packages yeah. that I have received. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, definitely. I would say uh, for advice that definitely don't be afraid to talk to your partner. I mean, I know you don't want to offend your partner and stuff, but I mean, just say what you got to say. Hey, I bought this. Do you want to try it? No. Okay, fine. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll use it on my own time. <laughs> definitely speak to your partner, like, you know, and, and ask them what they're comfortable with and what they're not. Like I've told Ro, like, what about this? No. What about that? No. I've thought of some crazy shit and he's turned me down, but it's like, and I respect that. Yeah. That's key is, is to respect your partner and learn when they say no is no. Right. And I remember I, I, I practiced my dance. I, I had a, I had practiced a dance for a couple of weeks and yeah. you know, the big day was there. I think it was our anniversary or something. Oh. And, and uh, you know, I put the song on and 
the, the look on the face was just like, he, it was like, oh my God. Yeah. I should have been doing this 20 years ago when I was, <laughs> when I was younger. Doing it at I four, should have spread my hey, fucking doing it, cheeks doing long it at ago. 50 or something, however it was, it was not doing it. But don't be afraid. You're with yeah. that person. That person loves you and should be comfortable to say what they like, what they don't like. And, mm. and you'd be surprised what, you know, what their, their mind is going on. Oh yeah. yeah. You'd be very surprised. <laughs> so do you think talking, talking in bed is important too? Like, okay, don't go too far, don't go too hard or too, go too slow. Well, some people like to be guided. And if, again, if, and if he doesn't like it, hopefully he tells you. Yeah. Um, but I don't need to be fucking instructed. Like I'm going to kiss you. I'm going to open your leg Ew, now. You I'm, going to, I'm going to neck you. I'm going to do this. I'm like, no, you don't need to do all the instructions. Okay, we're done. Bye, get out. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, sometimes I don't need to be told I love you. I'm like, I'm just a whore. Just fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> just do your job. Jesus. And I'm like, roll. You know, it's Friday. We don't talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> Not one time for yes, two for no. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, you could talk to your, your partner in bed and say, mm. you know, hey, that's not feeling. Let's try this way. or this feels better for me. Again, it's something I always feel what's better, what this, I think I might enjoy this for me. It's always making your partner not feel that they're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know, it's almost like parenting. <laughs> parenting in bed. That's what it is. Yeah. I, and it, it can be brought up. But of course, if it's a one night stand, you're not going to sit down and say, can we stop for a moment and let's talk about how we're, you're just here to fuck Just it. do what you got to like, do. And like, if it doesn't work, I'm not going to call you back. Yeah, if, I mean, if you're having a one night stand, motherfucker, don't be doing that that way, asshole. <laughs> it does not, you know, that's this different. Is only chance. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's a one night stand. But, but if you're with the, your partner in the long run, I think you should be able, whether it's in bed, mm. whether it's in a comfortable, in a different environment definitely express what you feel you like for the listeners i made a list of topics to talk to your partner about and the first one is turn on slash pet peeves another topic to talk to your partner about is frequency how often you like to have sex i think it's important to tell your partner that you don't want to get fucked every day or if you do want to get fucked every day I don't like to have scheduled sex. I don't like to say Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. No. <laughs> well, um, sorry to break it to you, honey, but for the gays, we do have to have scheduled sex. Uh, I know. Sad. You should see the schedule that's in my closet. It's like this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> for gays, it's different because, you know, we have to douche. We have to go through the whole process. And then, you know, I like to eat like a fat pig. You know, if you want to have a nice happy bottom, I can't eat. You can eat like oily foods or like heavy foods because then you know I I am not gonna I'm not gonna lie I don't understand you have to watch what you eat yeah so the process is you have to watch what you eat before oh my god I feel like I'm giving you a little insider on my sex story I I, (sighs) (laughs) but with me if say okay I go to fucking go order tacos and I order the spiciest hot sauce and my man wants to have sex, I'm going to say no, because I'm going to have stomach aches all day. And what if I get choro? What I wanted to avoid was I don't want to get shit on your dick. The- Fucking kidding me. Yes. Yeah. Are you serious? Wow. No, time? yes, I did not wow. get this. The- this is exciting. Wow, I, d- I really didn't no. know that. Yeah. Wow, have you ever had shit on your dick? Have you ever did? Have you ever shit on somebody? Are you? Oh my god! Yeah. Now I want to know. <laughs> no, it's. Bro, have you ever shit on him? <laughs> well, not roll, but. <laughs> yeah, I did not know. Wow. 
Yeah, so it's it's pretty hard. Yeah, that is a bit. Uh. Yeah, no, it, you didn't know that. No, I didn't. Yeah, no. it, it's a different process. It it is like I said, it's scheduled sex because you have to do watch what you eat. So say I tell Roll, babe, today I want to have sex with you. Oh, okay, and then I have to think about you know what? Maybe let's not go get Taco Bell. Maybe let's not go get this. It sucks. It does suck, but I'd rather be a clean bottom than be over here. Having a whole chili dog on his dog, <laughs> whole chili sauce on his dog, and make a chili dog. <laughs> Is that why you didn't go get the corn dog earlier? <laughs> because you, you were talking about getting your corn dog. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Wow, this is interesting. But it's it's crazy because you would think you know as a heterosexual person like damn like if you eat like a fat pig every day like how are you guys together for so long if you don't have sex a lot but it's like. It's still healthy relationship. It's just I, we have to come to a mutual agreement. But, like um, it, that's different because you guys, you know, if that's what your body needs to prepare. That's yeah. different to me. Mm. Then that's what you, you know, you guys do. Yeah. And uh, wait, I gotta say this, Giddy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> because shit, I'm yeah. shocked with this right now. Um, but if you know. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, then if you if you need to schedule and prepare your body for that into yeah, yeah. yeah that's Between interesting. Heterosexual people and and gay people, it is a different process. Interesting. Yeah, and if you hear people like people always have told me like, oh my god, you must have sex so much and blah blah because you're gay and blah blah and you guys are so sexually active. It's like no, we don't have sex all the time, and because we don't have sex all the time doesn't mean we don't have a great relationship. There's things outside of relationships that make it amazing more than sex. You could jack them off. Yeah, you could do other a lot things. Of other, there's a know? lot of others. But sometimes I'd be telling bro, like, hey, do you want to go get, ta-? like, he'll tell me, do you want to go get tacos? I'm like, don't have sex, don't eat tacos. Yeah, I think I want the tacos <laughs> Yeah, so choose the tacos always. Are you sure to go off and out to tacos now that I think about it? <laughs> Another topic you should talk to your partner about, fantasies and fetishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should. You why not? Tell them your fantasies and No, you should definitely tell your partner I'm, about I'm just gonna say Moulin Rouge and we'll leave it at that. Oh wow. Okay. No wonder he likes that song so much. It's on his playlist. Just saying. Yeah, I heard it many times. No, I know why. <laughs> okay, so another thing you can talk to your partner about is yours slash their sexual style. And this article says that there are six. So the first one is spiritual, and this is the union of the mind, body, and soul that reflects your deep appreciation of being with one another. Noticing the small moments in your lives can enhance your spiritual connection. Okay. Uh, A funny lover laughing and teasing one another in bed is about having fun together. There is light and playful undertone. There better be no laughing when I'm having sex. I'm going to tell you that. (laughs) Okay, so another one is the angry lover. Making love when you're you're ticked off at each other. Yay! Ding, ding, ding. We finally got a winner. What's the spiritual shit? Oh, my God. (laughs) Making angry, making love even when you're ticked off at each other can be healing. However, be sure to address the issues eventually. I'm such a whore. That's like the best sex. Angry sex. Yes. I've heard a lot of people like to have sex when they're angry. Yes. Raul, enojada. I think that's why he tries to piss me off so much. I don't like that funny shit and spiritual that's sex. That's spiritual sex is like, 
you're embracing life, someone passed away and you just want to be cuddled with somebody and, and take that moment in and take that moment in with them that your bodies are together because you two are still alive. Yeah. But that doesn't happen very often. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) So you don't like the funny one? Hell no. Like you don't like have sex and then something happens and then you guys both laugh, but it's like you enjoy it because it's like, you know, you have that sexual energy. Like that, that you have that connection with a person that is just sometimes like something happens like oh like like I'll tell you a story I'm not gonna get too explicit but when me and Raul first met we we did it in a hotel room and he threw me off the bed and I thought that was the most funniest thing and that's why I was like I that's why I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna love him if he could throw me off the bed it was an accident it was an accident <laughs> no it, he didn't okay he didn't forcefully throw me off the bed but in the moment you know we just met each other and we were trying to figure each other out and then like I fell off the bed and I thought it was the most fucking funniest thing ever that's what I'm talking about with something funny not like, like, when, not like, like when, we're having text and it's like tell me a joke <laughs> oh well, I'm like what's funny text I mean yeah you can laugh at it when you get too much air yeah <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is the lusty lover this style is wicked and flirty you might give each other seductive looks or have quick sex in the usual setting this is about the joy and physicality of having sex i think quickies i don't i don't are quickies to me are kind of like hoary not that hoary is a bad thing but i kind of feel bad after it wow i feel bad (laughs) (laughs) i want the whole experience you know i don't want to just be pounded for five minutes like a like a fucking whore on the streets, you know? <laughs> Live for that stuff. Well, for you, maybe it's different because when you're a mother, your kids are going to come home from school. <laughs> well, you do, then you didn't eat your tacos. <laughs> Shit, better be, it better be spiritual. <laughs> I just explained to you the whole process, and then I'm like, just get laying there for five, like five minutes. My whole's like, come on, like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so the next one is the tender lover. This style is gentle, romantic, healing sex that may involve massages, light touches, and ministering to one another. You both are into the physical sensations and focusing on giving each other pleasure. I think that's very important. I think I I agree with it too, to be tender with your... No, I don't agree with it because why would you want to be gentle? I want to be treated like a whore. Always. <laughs> I'm telling you, always. The last one is fantasy. With this style, the two of you collaborate to be daring and experiment a bit. If you incorporate your fantasies into sexual activity with your partner, set guidelines and honor each other's limits. Do you think having fantasies and like, what about role playing? Like, you're <laughs> you're the criminal and I'm the cop. I can't do that. I think it's just so weird to me. I'd rather just go to a fucking acting class and just act in the class. Like, why do I have to do it in person and then go buy the costumes and do all that shit? I like the fantasy. I love pulling over and saying, yeah. you know, having sex in the car still. Uh-huh. Uh, I, okay. I, I, it's, it's, it's. But like, would you ever do the whole like, like if he said, I want you to be Little Red Riding Hood and I'll be the wolf. Like, like, would you do that? Let kind me of- open your basket. <laughs> <laughs> and you, can, you, you can be the um is it little red writing no that's goldilocks this one's too big this one's oh my too God. little this that's for like a right. fucking foursome <laughs> <laughs> okay so out of all the sexual styles which one um relates to you the most i'm a lusty person okay oh. i would say funny <laughs> so one time i tried to smack roll just to see what he would do and i smacked him really hard and he got- <laughs> It was the funniest shit ever. 
like the S&M kind of shit. Wow. And I'm like, let me try to roll, see if he likes it. Because you never know. You learn new things about your partner. And I did it. He got so mad. I was like, yeah. I could say every little one of every one of those has has hit been been hit (laughs) (laughs) before. (laughs) But no, I I, I think at this point. So what you're saying is you got your cheeks clapped. Yes. That's why I'm surprised you saw my my ass so flat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so. Those are some of the things you can talk to your partner about. To recap, uh, y'all can discuss your turn-ons, pet peeves, your desired frequency, and your sexual styles. So go out, start a conversation with your lover, and make sure you go get your nut. All right? Cool. Wrapping up. (laughs) Wrapping it up. Do you have any last thoughts or advice on sex? I just want to say out there, whether you're Latino, Filipino, whatever nationality, the big thing we wanted to say is it's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say what you like, what you don't like, and be respectful of each other's body. Sex is not taboo. Mm -hmm. It's, it can be pleasurable. It can be beautiful. And sex, you know, people get confused with sex and making love. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing, you know, to, to me, it just depends, you know, how you're doing it, but whether it's sex or making love and it needs to be uh, a contract between two people and having this pleasure in between yourself. And I hope that, that everybody that listens to this takes a little piece away that it's okay to talk about it. Whether you're a mom to talk to your children, mm. whether you're in a long term, a one night stand, it's okay to say the things that you want to. And I just want everybody to enjoy it and have fun and be safe out there. Definitely just don't <laughs> be scared of it. Learn from it and you'll learn how to become a better lover. Eric, thank you so much for inviting me on your first Que Dijo. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And we'll see you on the next episode of Que Dijo. Bye. Bye. Bye.